This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Coming up this hour, the CDC has changed its guidelines for assessing COVID risk. Dr. Taramina will break it down for us. Plus, we meet the husband and wife creative team behind the musical Come From Away. It's playing now at Chicago's Cadillac Palace Theater. But first, today is the day when Illinois drops mask and vaccine card mandates for some public spaces. After weeks of declining COVID cases and hospitalizations, restaurants, gyms, grocery stores, and some other businesses can now relax safety precautions if they choose to. In a few minutes, the general manager of a grocery store and the owner of a gym will share their thoughts. And we want to know what you think about this, too. Are you ready to go maskless? Or does this change feel like it's coming too soon? Give us a call now at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, 866-915-WBEZ. Joining us first is China McNeil, owner and stylist at Chai Hair Imports in the Gold Coast. Hi, China. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, thank you for having me. How are you feeling? It's it's day one of the mask and vaccine mandates being lifted. Well, I am feeling quite apprehensive. Uh, it seems as though this has come uh, all of a sudden in, in consideration that just several weeks ago, we were all... Uh, being compliant with showing our vaccine cards mm-hmm. and making sure that we were ma- wearing our mask. And then here we are a couple of weeks later, and then it's all mask off. So I did a small poll with my clients over the weekend just to see how they felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them said that they would still wear their mask in certain areas, uh, grocery stores, or in places that they felt were crowded as elevators and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I asked them how they felt about wearing them in the salon. And some of them uh, said that they were quite uh, okay with wearing their mask in the salon if I were to say this is the way that we were going to move forward uh, with slowly uh, making changes as we see the numbers, whether they're going up or whether they're going down. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've been a little bit, uh, concerned because I know that I have clients that fly in different areas where, uh, let's say, for instance, Florida, they don't have a mask mandate. And when they do return back to Chicago, uh, they're snowbirds. So they come back and they're like, oh, there's still a, a mask mandate here in Chicago. Right. And so as if we're I know, behind. <laughs> yeah, as if we're behind. Right. And so it's kind of uh, a little bit for me, it's a little bit uh, uh too soon, uh, but I am trying to make sure that you know I'm going along with whatever the CDC says and mm-hmm. what the, the mandates are because I want to remain compliant. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm safe. I'm keeping my family safe, my clients safe, and so uh, that's a, pretty much how I, I feel about the situation now. Yeah. I love that you did a small poll, as you you called it, China. Um, I did something similar. I, I went to a hair salon over the weekend, and I was asking uh, the same question, knowing that Monday was sort of right around the corner. And mm-hmm. not a soul that was there at the time was going to comply with with removing their masks. Everyone was wow. still very much clutching on to, to their masks. But the owner did mention that she was prepared to sort of give folks their their choice. And she said that as a, as a sort of a backup, she's going to still do temperature checks and she's going to provide testing. So that was interesting, and that's going to be something new. I said, do you have enough tests for that? That's going to be a lot of tests probably. And she said, well, yeah, we'll we'll do what we have to do. Um, so in your case, 
you want to continue requiring your staff and the clients to to wear masks. Do you expect any pushback? I do expect some pushback because there were a couple of clients that had uh, once they'd gotten vaccinated, they felt as though they shouldn't have to wear a mask at all. And so what I try to remind them of is that I am standing directly over you, right? And so with me standing uh, in that space, you know, we're not like uh, 100 feet away. We're like literally, you know, two feet, three feet standing on top of them. And so I always ask them uh, just the courtesy of let's put our mask on to make sure that we're both keeping each other safe, right? Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, I try to uh, give them uh, the insight of safety for just, you know, all that's involved. Not that, you know, I don't want you to be compliant or I'm not, you know, I'm trying to force you to wear your mask. It's just that let's just knowing that we're in this this pandemic and that things, we're not certain exactly how things are moving. You know, we may say one day mask off, mask on. We just really don't know uh, where this is going. So let's just be safe. And so I, uh, for my staff and I, I say that we we stay six feet apart. If no one's in the salon, if we're six feet apart, masked down, that's fine. Because we're usually in our mask for 12 to 14 hours, which is very uh, hard to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then from there, you know, for the clients, I always give them, especially if they have asthma or breathing problems, I give them that option, you know, if they're uh, distant, if they're under the dryer or they're in a, a corner by themselves, I, I'll always give them that option. You know, they don't have to put their mask on, but I really do uh, like knowing that their masks are on when I'm, say, for instance, standing in front of them, maybe cutting a bang or maybe styling the front of their hair or standing over them while they're in the shampoo bowl or something of that nature. Right. And so it's just those small areas that, um, I just want to make sure that yeah. uh, we're keeping each other safe. For you're, the you're practically face to face in all of those instances where you absolutely you described. Um, what about the vaccine mandate being lifted? How do you feel about that? Well, for the vaccine mandate being lifted, I like to look at uh, each person uh, as the individual person that we all are, right? And so I like to make sure that people have the choice. I don't always, I don't want to impose my beliefs on them. I want them to have their choice. I believe that their privacy should be uh, protected. I have had people to tell me different reasons why they didn't get vaccinated. Some of them have different reasons and stories. And so whether I agree with them or not, I just want to make sure that we're being courteous and I'm being courteous to uh, and sensitive to whatever their uh, fears are or mm-hmm. their concerns are. And so for as far as the vaccine being uh, lifted or the face uh, mask being uh, lifted, that those mandates, I just really um, want to support uh, each client or each person's choice. Uh, and and just as long as I'm not imposing uh, my beliefs onto them and, and likewise, I just want to make sure that I am compliant with whatever the city says or mm-hmm. the, uh, the government says. And uh, I just want to be um, a catalyst to uh, support uh, to make our our uh, pandemic a better, you know, transition, like transitioning out of this. You know, we've been in it for two years. It's been a long time coming. Uh, we thought we were going to be in these masks for two weeks, and here we are, two weeks late, uh, two years later. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it's it's a lot uh, to take on 
the psyche of a business owner, a client, a customer, you know, the government, all the things that uh, people have been pressured under. We've never seen this level of pressure ever before. And uh, the pushback and the resistance that people get, I mean, people get tired, right? And so when they get tired, they give you pushback. And so you have to be in a space and a mind space where you're able to communicate with them and to be able to uh, kind of put yourself in their shoes. And so, and that's where I stand. I, I kind of look at where they are. I had a lady that was 80 something years old and she refused to put on a mask. She refused in the beginning of the pandemic to put on a mask. And this is when we were in stage three. Yeah. And I had to I had to look at her. She's an older lady. She's she didn't understand really what the, the severity of the things that were happening. And so I had to actually um you know talk to her in a way and say, you know, well, you, you really like me, right? She's like, yeah. I said, well, if someone walks past my salon and they see you without a mask, I could really, I could get shut down. I could be in a lot of trouble and you right. wouldn't want that for me, would Good. you? You got to, you got to <laughs> put it in perspective for them Absolutely. to make sure everyone's on the same page and, and just trying yes. to keep everyone safe, which is the bottom line. Uh, that's exactly. China McNeil, who's owner of Chai Hair Imports in the Gold Coast. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us, China. Thank you very much for having me. As a reminder, we want to know what you think about this change, too. Tell us, are you going to keep masking up? Or are you ready to head to a bar or a movie theater without a face covering? Give us a call at 866-915-WBEZ. That's 866-915-WBEZ. Let's turn now to Unique Gothings, owner of Combat Zone, a jiu-jitsu and mixed martial arts gym in Chatham. Welcome to the show, Unique. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. So, Unique, you've been requiring masks and vaccinations at your gym for months now. Yes, ma'am. I, I've been requiring that because of the close proximity that we have with one another. With one another. Um, you know, pretty much in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and in, in wrestling and grappling and stuff like that, you're really close. You're mm-hmm. pretty much touching. You're face-to-face inches. So wearing a mask, it, it was something that was we definitely needed. Um, thank God throughout the entire time that we were, um, a mask was mandated. Um, no one uh, had ever uh, contracted um uh, COVID until I went to a Walmart, but it was you know that that was something that was totally different yeah, because I, I I grabbed my face at that particular time by touching something. Uh. But during, throughout that whole entire time, uh, we did require that. Yes, we had a lot of people that didn't want to do it uh, because it was the, the mask was uh, very cumbersome and it was like you it was hard for you to breathe um, mm-hmm. and and that mask, especially when you're working out because we also do personal training there, so we're training athletes and it's hard for them to move around uh, the mask is coming off the face or the sweat is making the mask uh, hard to breathe in. But it was very, very hard for And I lost up to about 75% of my business. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Um, is- well, today could be different, Unique. You could stop requiring people who uh, come to train at the gym to wear masks. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I- um, well, it, it, again, it's 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 about respecting boundaries. Um, as like the the, the other uh, young lady that was on the on online, um, it's about respecting the person that you're around. If you respect me enough to think about my safety, uh, and you think about everyone everyone else's safety, then you'll think about you know because I'm still going to keep the, the mask. Um, uh, signs up on the wall mm-hmm. and on the door in the bathrooms and things like that. And I want them to you know choices that we make. Uh, and choices that they make are important. If I'm wearing a mask, then you should as well. But I'm not going to impose um, 
your civil liberties as uh, you know that, that's one of the things that people are really getting upset with is they're being forced to do something mm-hmm. and uh, well well my gym is my country <laughs> you know I'm the president and and whatever the president says has to go and whatever the government tells us that we have to do some things we might not want to abide by but you know at the end of the day I don't want to get closed down I don't want to have a fine of ten thousand dollars or whatever the fine is my children they can't eat. My wife can't eat. I can't eat. Bills right. can't get paid. And if everyone respects that and say, well, hey, this is just only while I'm in here. You know, when I go outside that door, I can do whatever I want. I'm going to respect what he asks me to do because as a trainer, I'm telling you what to do when you're working out mm-hmm. or training. So as a business owner at the gym, it's, you know, I try to make sure that I don't step in on any toes. I try not to make sure that um, when they see me, and you lead by example. And when you lead by example, people will definitely follow you. Because in, in the martial arts world, you know, it's all it's about respect and discipline. So, you know, a lot of the schools that are out there, they, they, they're going to still demand the students to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And um, because, you know, at the end of the day, we don't want to get anybody sick because I can contract the, the virus and, and not know it. And someone that's not vaccinated... You know, they may oh, have yeah. underlying uh, issues that I don't know anything about. Yeah. And now I'm responsible for possibly being possibly It's a dying terrible domino effect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's hear from a couple callers who have been standing by Unique. Here is Madeline in Arlington Heights. Hi, Madeline. Welcome to Reset. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. What are your thoughts? Are you going to go maskless or are you hanging on to your mask? <laughs> I am hanging on to my mask. Okay. Here's my question. Well, I'm a substitute teacher, and the masks have been optional as of recent in Arlington High School District 25. I continue to wear a mask. I know there are compromised children in the school, you know, have uh, lower immune systems. There's one with cancer. And I'm just appalled at some of the teachers that are not wearing masks. That's just a personal opinion. And they're fun, nice, lovely, dedicated people, but that their brain doesn't go beyond and think about the students that they supposedly care so much about. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, what I don't understand is was the CDC pressured to do this? Were, was it the lawsuits? Because my understanding is still nearly 2,000 people a day are um, dying of COVID. And I just substituted in a school yes uh, on Friday where the teacher said she just got over COVID. Mm-hmm. So where is this coming from? Is this societal pressure? Is this lawsuits? Where did this decision come Good from? Good question. It does feel like it came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, we've just been expedited to this uh, to this state in the game. But thanks for sharing thoughts that I think a lot of us share, Madeline. Appreciate your call. Here's Anna in Edgewater. Hi, welcome to Reset. Hi, thanks for taking my call. So, what are you thinking about all this? Um, so, I have, and I, I, I feel for um, everybody's anxiety over. Um, removing the mask and returning to somewhat of normal human interaction. I am a pediatrician, and while I'm in the hospital, I don't foresee taking off the mask in the near future. But um, in the community, I did send my daughter. She goes to a school um, in Chicago, and I did send her without her mask to school today. Um, And I I do believe it's time. Um, There are always going to be risks. Um, we've been through horrible influenza epidemics where I have children's hospitals 
completely full with children with illnesses, and mm-hmm. we didn't stop society because of that. Yeah. We didn't um, stop school because of that. Um, and I am concerned about the long-term effects of keeping kids without normal childhood for a very long time. Well, I do um, hope that works out for you and, and your your daughter. Thanks for... Yeah, and she went very... Oh, one more thing I want to bring up. She went very happy to school without her mask on, and um, there was a lot of conversation about being respectful of different um, levels of, of, you know, feeling safe or not without the mask. And she's very understanding that some of her friends are going to keep their masks on, and some of the teachers will keep their masks on, right. and that's all very good to be different and to um, feel different about this new situation. Yeah. But I, I'm saying this is a, in a positive way that we may allow our children to have, you know. You say this is a long time coming. Yeah, I hear you. Thank you, Anna. I appreciate your call. Uh, before I let you go, Unique, when will you feel that it, it is safe enough to, to stop requiring masks from people who train at your gym? Um, when uh, a lot more people get vaccinated, um, you know, as, as well in the African-American community, a lot of suspicion, a lot of uh, uh, things that, that African-Americans have went through, mm-hmm. um, dating back far as the um, Tuskegee experiment when they were injected with the herpes virus and things like that. And, and, and it, we're, they're always uh, skeptical about what's going on. And so I, I meet a lot of people each and every day. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, it, I think that, you know, the injection is some type of way of keeping track of us. And, uh, well, you pick up your cell phone every day to track you regardless because everything you want is in, in, with the cell phone. Mm-hmm. But it's the, um, the non-trust uh, of the government that most African-Americans and people of color, people, period, yeah. actually have of uh, of what they're, what's going on. Um, this thing magically appeared, which I call it a pandemic instead of a pandemic. And it, it just all of a sudden now our way of life has been totally changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, like totally changed. Totally I mean, I was changed. in the military for 22 years, and uh, I was wearing masks when I went to China because of the pollution uh, to those countries like that, India because of the pollution. Now it's about the virus, yeah. um, not contracting it. That's um, our norm now. I, yeah, we'll, that's the we'll norm. have to leave it and there. Sometimes, and sometimes being uncomfortable has to make you comfortable and thinking like, well, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm quite sure you've ever seen it where someone went to the bathroom and they never washed their hands and they came back out and they, they shook hands with other people or they touched something yeah. that, you know, that, you know what I'm saying? So now you have people that are much more aware about cleaning themselves, cleaning their hands and, and things like that, which you should have been doing quite some time ago. Right. But with the with the virus thingy, um, I'm, I'm going to still... Um, give people an option. Yeah. I'm going to wear mine. Uh, I'm going to give them a, an option. And if the option is um, they don't want to wear it, then I'm going to respect that. But yeah. also uh, the consequences are if someone walks through that door and says, well, here's a fine, I'm hoping that you're going to open up your paycheck. Your, your, It'll be interesting to right see here. how this shakes out for sure. For money that is lost. Yeah. But, you know, just to be joking. But it, seriously, I, I hope that everyone um, listening to me, you know, at least uh, – Get it, get vaccinated. I mean, yeah. I'm being honest with you. I, I was against it uh, a while back. Yeah. My wife and I sat down, and and our entire family is vaccinated. Yeah. My, my two daughters. Well, I appreciate the message, Unique. I'll have to leave it there. I want to squeeze in one more guest before we run out of time. That's Unique Gathings, owner of Combat Zone in Chatham. Thank you so much for joining us.
Thank you so much. You have a great day. You too. If you are just tuning in, we're talking to business owners to hear their reactions to the mask and vaccine mandates being lifted in our area. We've heard from the owner of a hair salon in the Gold Coast and the owner of a gym in Chatham. Let's turn now to Italia McCarthy, who's general manager at Dill Pickle Food Co-op in Logan Square. Hi, Italia. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me. So big question for you. Is Dill Pickle removing mask requirements for customers? We are keeping it as an option for customers, similar to how it was a little bit last year when we had the mask uh, mandate lifted. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll still be a requirement for all vendors, staff members, board of directors who are in the store um, to still require a mask. We Mm -hmm. currently have a union and we mutually agreed on a mask policy together. Um, So we're going to continue to follow that policy. We do have a meeting with our staff to see if we want to change it at all. But for right now, um, we're keeping it optional for customers just because last year we had a lot of um, unattractive uh, interactions with customers who refused to wear a mask. And um, it turned pretty aggressive and violent. And so uh, we decided, okay, masks are going to be optional. We don't want to put anyone in danger. So Mm -hmm. you also, Um, um, you kept priority shopping hours throughout the pandemic too, right? Explain quickly what those are and why you kept them. Yeah. So priority hours for our store from 7am to 8am. And that is for any customer or owner who has an immune compromised system or is over the age of 60. Um, We try to reserve that hour for those specific customers so that they can feel safer while shopping in the store. Have you seen anyone today going maskless yet? Uh, No, I haven't. Everyone is still wearing their masks so far, but um, it is optional. We haven't put any signage up yet. Um, But yeah, I think... I think it's a it's a pretty uh, important topic, and we want to make sure that we listen to our owners and our staff members before making any decisions. Let's hear from one final caller who's been standing by. Here's Will in Oak Park. Hey, Will, welcome to Reset. Hi, thank you very much for having me. What do you think about masking? Yes or no? Well, I I think that it's optional, and it, we listened to the CDC when they told us that we should be vaccinated. We listened to them when they told us we should get boosted. Now they're telling us that masks are optional. We understand that they're saying 30% of the population should have masks. But at this point, I I, I believe, falls on their shoulders to make sure that they are masked if they're not vaccinated or if they're immunocompromised. I think it's it's time for the kids to have some sense of normalcy that they haven't had for two years. And this is the third year that they are experiencing, you know, a very tumultuous high school or grade school career, mm-hmm. college career, I think it's time for the kids to be able to see each other's teeth, for them to see each other's smiles, for them to see each other's expressions. I think that it's just, it just is, is at that time. So you're over it. I, it's not that I'm over it. I, I think that's, that's kind of a flippant way of, of, of regarding the situation. I think that it's time for normalcy to be introduced to especially our children's lives. Yeah. They have been, they, there's been so much worry and anxiety. Right. They can't see each other's faces. They can't see the expressions. You know, when you say something funny or you say something sad, 
you there's there's a natural you know there's a there's a natural yearning to see how you're how you're responded to right gotcha. and facial expressions are very important in that communication between human beings thanks for calling will want more context on the top issues of the day find the podcast wbez's reset wherever you listen